0: You're listening to the Just Means Less ACC podcast with your hosts, Micah and Nick. We finally met Nick. We finally met Nick and I. Yes, went sir. To a Winston-Salem Dash game on Friday night. I did leave him for about half the game. Uh, I'm a pretty popular guy at the Winston-Salem Dash, what can I say? Uh, so I had to catch up with some old coworkers slash friends, but yeah, that was uh, met. Finally, got to meet Nick. Got to meet Nick's mom. Nick's mom's a saint. Uh, got to uh, let Nick pick my sandwiches. Uh, Nick led me to, of course, Diolli's Italian Market. Check it out, Winston Salem. Probably so. Nick, I'm being straight up. I'm not trying to toot your own home. My brother end quote said that shit was dank. I need to go back again. So. If my brother comes, if you see my brother again, let me know. I want to make I'm going to hold him to it because he said he was going to go back again, but he said that shit End quote was dank. So my brother got the grilled chicken breast sandwich. I got one of the breakfast paninis and then got one chicken parm sandwich. What I did was I actually did half the panini and half the parm for lunch and then the other half for dinner. And the best part is, Nick, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm going to assume this is a very good thing. The the dinner part, I was too lazy to microwave it, and it still was dank. Like, it was still good. Cold. That's,
1: yeah, there um, you go. That, that means it was good. Yes, I'm so, glad to hear that.
0: So, Nick did not lead me astray. So, if you uh, you go to Dioli's Italian Market, ask for Nick. Tell him 5th quarter, quarter ACC sent you. And tell him what you like. If you don't, if you're not a big spicy sausage guy, that breakfast panini is probably not for you. You are, it is for you, I promise. But you know, regardless, he will set you up the right way. Also, the desserts, guys. The like I so last time I went, I didn't even pay attention to the desserts. The desserts right now are. Oh my! I got the fruit tart. My brother got the lemon the lemon tart. And his girlfriend got, ooh. Oh, I think it was the tiramisu. Yep, the tiramisu. And she, you got an Italian approval from an Italian girl. So that tells you everything. For all you Italians out there, it's like, I can't go to a fake Italian place. I mean, we're talking family. Like, I think the most impressive part was, and again, I'm sure they're hiring outside the family. Everyone's hiring right now. But I roll up, it's, what's it, Saturday, right? Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon-ish, somewhere in that ballpark. And the three people I see are Nick, his brother, his mom. Talk about an Italian family, family-owned, family-operated, made with love. I mean, like, I'm, I'm about to get in my car and just get there for breakfast tomorrow. I mean, so good. You guys might not be open on Mondays. So a lot of places close on Mondays for whatever reason now.
1: No, we're open. Don't worry.
0: Oh, they're open, guys. Seven and days I'll a be week. there. Seven days um, a week?
1: Seven days a week, baby. We don't sleep.
0: Week. There we go. But I mean, Chef's Kiss. I the bread, right? The bread's got to be house made, right? It's house made bread. Oh yeah, it? yep, that, yep. So was that was that like a garlic bread that you put that uh breakfast panini on? Is that always on the garlic bread or what was that? That was that that, was that is that is our
1: house made focaccia bread.
0: I don't know so what focaccia means, but I'll take all of that, please. That was yeah, like guys. I'm telling you right now, Nick could have literally given me dog food in that bread, and I would have enjoyed it. That <laughs> bread was phenomenal. So, shout out to the chef, uh, my brother. Again, he's a bodybuilder. Nick saw him; he's pretty yoked. Um, you know, he fell in love with a macro-friendly food item that, on like like, I wish Nick. I should have recorded his reaction. It was holy shit. This shit is dank. Slammed his hand on the table, like, straight out of, like, you know, like, some Gordon Ramsay type stuff. I mean, that was my brother's first time having it. Oh, oh and, uh, I mean, if you're looking for a little date night, Dioli's has got the wine. My brother said the wine that he shared with his girlfriend was also. I don't know what he got, no idea, but he, uh, he thoroughly enjoyed the wine. So if you need some wine for your significant other, head over to Dioli's. So, that being said nick i saw you yesterday but how are we doing we're about 20 probably what 36 hours removed now from when i last saw you in person but how are we doing
1: i'm good man um i'm glad to hear that you liked it all um next i would recommend getting the chicago style hot italian beef that is my favorite sandwich uh by far but i had to give you the most i had to suggest the most popular good sandwiches and Chicken parm is my second favorite. And when it comes to breakfast, that hot sausage, egg panini is fantastic. Um, But it's really, really good. And the wine your brother got, I'm happy he got that. I don't know. I don't think you were there because I was talking to him. The wine that he got, I became pretty good. Okay. Friends with this girl who went to wake as she just graduated. And she, her name is on the bottle. She's like, I've never seen my, like her family's all from Italy. And she lives in the Western part of North Carolina. Uh, so I guess it's her dad's side that makes the wine in Italy. She's like, this is the first time I've seen it like in Winston-Salem. So, and we've, my family has tried it and it's very good. So I'm glad that you picked that one. I'm glad that his girl, his Italian girlfriend liked it. Uh, but no, dude. It was great finally seeing you. We caught a really great game. I mean, it was a great baseball game. Three to one. I think the Dash won. Or the Dash did win. Yes. Yeah, the Dash um, won. I
0: thought it was four to two, but regardless, it was, it was oh, it pulled, oh wait, yes. It was a two-run game. Uh, you're right. Bowling Green had uh, a chance to, to tie it, slash, take the lead in the ninth. So it was uh yeah, that was a good one.
1: My I, I forgot my brother, he went to the yesterday's game, so and that was the score of yesterday's game. Gotcha. Um beforehand we met up at village tavern which if you're in winston-salem is a pretty well-known restaurant right outside of wake forest they have a couple of locations um so i hope you like that because i actually had it again last night (laughs) i my parents were like what do you want to do for dinner i I think we're going to go to village tavern i was like well i was just there last night so i guess i'll go again with you guys so did you get
0: the other burger that you were picking between
1: no, this time I got the meatball skillet. It looked really good. Okay. I hadn't tried it yet, so it looked really good. Um, so if you haven't been to Village Tavern, that's a great, nice casual place to go to. If you're ever in town visiting from Winston, visiting for like a oh, wake forest game and your uh your team's playing against Wake, definitely try Village Tavern if you're uh trying to have dinner somewhere close to campus.
0: Uh, but dude, it was in a park. Don't get lost trying to park. I was yeah, it hell. is
1: it is kind of weird the parking situation in Ronaldo Village. Um, but dude, it was finally great seeing you after over a year doing this thing. I think we first made contact early July of 2021, uh, when I DM'd you about the spot for this and it's been a long time coming, but hell you're what two hours ish away from Winston now. So hopefully we can see each other more and maybe do a live one. I know you had to go back up to Roanoke, but, um, No, it was great. Uh, Alabama was a lot of fun. God, it's been a while, but Alabama was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to see some old friends. I went down with my brother and his girlfriend. Got to see Morgan Wallen, uh, the band Alabama, uh, Hardy, Cole Wetzel. It was all great. Uh, I love going down there. Wide open skies. People down there are so nice. Uh, It kind of reminds me of North Carolina, but just less people. Uh, It is the South, but that is deep South, baby. Um, but Alabama was great. Beautiful drive. Uh, got to stop in Knoxville. Uh, Knoxville is pretty much the halfway point. Love stopping there. Uh, we went to Tupelo honey, which I've been to three different Tupelo honeys. I've been to the one in Raleigh, the one in Asheville. And I've been to the one in Nashville twice. And then on the way back, stopped at this barbecue place in Knoxville. Looked really good can't remember the name of it. I think it was like Sweet Peas Barbecue or something. Um, And got to see the stadium, uh, Nealon, huge. Uh, If you haven't been to Knoxville, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Raleigh, where the university is right there, right outside of downtown, kind of like how that location is set up. Um, It's walking distance from downtown Knoxville. Uh, it's, it is a bit smaller than Raleigh, but it's a beautiful city, beautiful campus. Um, but yeah, that's how my week has been and yeah, but I'm ready, man. We are now two days a week with this thing.
0: Yes, we are. And yeah, that is, uh, that's disgusting. First off that you complimented Knoxville so much gross. It's
1: a nice little city. Do you like Knoxville or Raleigh more?
0: Raleigh. You have okay, an yeah. NHL team. By rule, you win without even going into any more. The only thing Knoxville has is the Tennessee River. I think the Tennessee River that runs there. Either that or the Holston. But regardless, the river that runs through is very nice. Like being on the bridge, like that is nice. Don't get me wrong. But if you haven't gone for a game day yet, once you go to game day, you'll, you'll go, wow, this place is awesome. But I want to kill myself. Rocky top. You'll always be <laughs> bottom of the sec. Oh, sorry. That's my remix of it. Um, but yeah, anyways, ugh, gross, but no, it is a good town. Don't get me wrong. I live an hour and a half away. So I went there all the time in college. So no, but yeah, it's, it's, it's football time. It It is football time. I'm excited. There's been some stuff that's happened since we last talked. Um, I think our best pods are yet to come, but today's just a chance to kind of to talk about some stuff, you know, address some stuff. Obviously, the news of Sam Hartman, we'll talk about that. Um, the coaches poll came out. We'll talk about that. Um, I'm very intrigued um, by some of the votes that were received. Um, I don't know if you saw, Nick, but your, uh, your rival up the road received, I believe it was 20 votes. Sorry, 34 votes in the top 25 poll. So very intrigued by that. Um, You know, there were, if you count every ACC team that got a vote, I believe there was seven. Let me just do the math again real quick. One, two, three. So there's three receiving votes. Then we got four, five, six, and seven. Yeah, so we have seven teams that all were given some love to be uh, ranked. Wait.
1: Yeah, you're right, three receiving, five in. So
0: so it'll be eight, actually. I just can't do math. I skipped over NC State when I scrolled. I just scrolled, went from 16 and went right to 11 and just fully missed 13 at NC State. So anyways, eight ACC teams all getting some love here. Um, There's some teams that got love that I'm a little surprised about and then teams that didn't get any love that I would especially argue deserved it more than others. Um, but let's first address the Sam Hartman situation obviously you're in Winston-Salem um, there Um, is some speculations I don't think it's our I don't think we have the privilege to guess what it might be or even address some of the rumors I, I think that is inappropriate Um, you know there is some history with Sam Hartman with injuries and things of that nature Um, so maybe it's something related to that maybe it's you know again well, anything like that is, is something serious so I don't want to address that elephant. I don't even want to play the when will he be back game, but I do want to talk about two things. One, what do we think Wake Forest is without Sam Hartman? And two, when do we think they need to have him back? And I guess the third question is based on there we go off that second question. Why do you feel that way? Because like, Because For example, Nick, I don't see Wake Forest as a team that's going to win the Atlantic this year. I think that it's NC State and Clemson's game. I think Wake can be the 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 team, you know, that that plays spoiler to one of them and is the reason the other doesn't win the Atlantic title, but I don't think Wake is going to win the Atlantic this year. So for me, I don't think that like losing Sam Hartman maybe is as detrimental as some do. Just because my my way of looking at is I think wake forest can go to a bowl game without him. Um, You know, where if we're talking, you know, another 10 and two season. Okay. Maybe we need to have that conversation more. So um, with that being said, Nick, I just want to hear your opinion about all of it. Obviously, I think I can speak for both of us when we say that shit ruined our day, getting that notification for sure. That was brutal. Um, But yeah, Nick, what, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Uh, and then, obviously, addressing the first question, I mean, wh- what do you what do you think Wake Forest is? You know, going into Week One against VMI and Week Two against Vanderbilt without him, because that sounds like that's what it sounds like for me. I, maybe you're wrong, Nick. It sounds like he's for sure missing at least the first two weeks. Is kind of what I've picked up on. Maybe even all of September, but I'm I'm feeling pretty confident that you know, based off what we've heard. I don't expect uh, this sounds like it's at least a month worth of time to kind of get things squared away, which would be of course, two weeks of the season. So um, what, what, what are you thinking on that? Nick, you know, what is wake forest going into that Thursday night against VMI and then obviously rolling over the following week, going to Nashville with Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah. So I remember going in to the deli and you texted me as soon as I got in and you said, yeah, we're going to have to talk about Sam i was like sam what what happened i didn't hear back from you then i started working a couple of the baseball guys came in and they're like yeah as you hear what happened to sam i was like no like someone did text me as in you someone did text me about it what happened and they said after practice he had to go to the hospital spent the night there um you know, I'm not going to speculate either there. I'm not going to give a guess on what it is. There are a lot of rumors out there. Uh, you know, I heard uh, the latest one I heard was like mental health, blood clot, whatever. I don't know what it could be. Uh, but the good thing is, is that, you know, the day of when I heard about it, a lot of wake me, uh, wake force staff came in. It's not nothing life threatening. He went to practice the day after He wasn't in pads or anything. He talked to the media. Um, so we're glad that he's up and walking and you know, that hopefully he'll be back before the end of September. Um, but it is a scary situation when you get an update on your phone or or you read an ESPN article, it says Sam Hartman being treated for a non football procedure or non football related medical injury. Um, I don't know. I hope he's all right. Uh, it seems like he's okay. I guess they got to run some tests on him. I'm not sure. Um, but as long as he's there's there's a time period and hopefully right now it's looking like maybe a month. Um, but what is wake without Sam? Well, they're not ACC coastal champions. I can tell you that much. They, or I'm sorry, Atlantic champions. They will not, I, unless they get him back as soon as Florida the Florida State game, I mean, yeah, you would really want him against Clemson at home, but that's going to be a tough game to win, regardless if you have Sam or not. But at Florida State, Wake has kind of had their number for the last three or four years. Um, you would really like him to be there, knowing what Florida State could be come October 1st at home um you know i i i remember the day of i was at the gym and i was watching the local news when i was walking um and they were interviewing the guys at putters obviously putters is a very famous restaurant in winston a go-to place right outside the stadium interviewing the owners who we know um and they were afraid of a three and nine season. I don't think it will be a three and nine season. Dave Clawson's way too good for that. The players are way too good for that.
0: The schedule's too um, easy for that.
1: And that's that's another thing. The schedule's way too easy. I mean, I I just right now while you were talking, Micah, pictured a season without Sam Hartman, and I found six wins. I found mm. them. You can you could beat the win the first three: VMI, Vandy, and Liberty. You can uh, beat Duke, you can beat Syracuse, and you can beat Army. There are six wins right there that you could possibly get. Um, is that kind of hard? Yeah, you would like your starting quarterback to be in those games, especially probably Army and Syracuse, but especially what happened in that Army game last year, you know, it's going to be tough, man. I I hope Sam is back. I think you absolutely need him by the Florida state game. Now you would, again, you would want him for Clemson. You would want your goals right now are to win the Atlantic and get back to the ACC championship. It's kind of hard to do that without beating Clemson. Luckily they did do it last year by losing to still with losing to Clemson. Um, but, man, if, you, or if you're if you going down to Tallahassee without Sam and it's going to be a dogfight and you lose Wake Seasons in dire straits if he's not there by October 1st. So, preferably you want him Clems- by the time of the Clemson game. I think you can win the first three, but you absolutely need him by Florida State.
0: Yeah, my thing with Wake Forest, too, is, I mean, I don't think Mitch Griffiths is that bad of a quarterback. And like you said, Dave Clawson's team is a system-schemed-based team. Obviously, I do think that Sam Hartman runs that system better. Let's just be real. He's mastered that weird RPO thing that they run. you know. But let's also be real here. Like, Mitch has been in the system for a while. This is a Wake Forest team that still has weapons on the outside that I do believe that Mitch can get the ball to. You know, the running game should still be pretty good. The offensive line's not bad the defense probably has to take a step forward this year. It's
1: got to take a step like, forward. Like if
0: the, the defense to take a step forward, obviously having Sam Harbin will give them a shot in more games, but that still kind of puts the bowl game in jeopardy anyway. So I'm just, I'm playing this game, assuming that the defense does improve. Like with Mitch Griffith, Griff, yeah, sorry. Words are hard right now. They should be heading to Clemson three and oh. They are to Clemson, but you know what I mean? Hosting Clemson to the Clemson game. Three and zero. Even if they lose at Florida State and Clemson, right? Let's say they lose. Let's say let's say he doesn't come back until the buy or until after the buy. It should be October twenty second. Would be that week against Boston College. And let's say they're three and three. So they've lost to Army, Florida State, Clemson, or you could say Clemson, Florida State, Vandy, whatever. They're three and three. I think that's the doomsday scenario. Regardless, I don't see that yeah. team going worse than that. If Sam Hartman returns, you're telling me they can't win three games with BC at Louisville, at state North Carolina, Syracuse and Duke. They're going to beat Duke with Sam Hartman. They're going to beat Syracuse with Sam Hartman. I think they're going to beat North Carolina at home with Sam Hartman. That's 6 right there. Like so even if he doesn't return till the bye, after the bye week. So that's mid to late October. They're probably still a bowl team. Obviously yeah. it kills the Atlantic hopes. But I think any Wake Forest fan would be okay with the team taking a major regression from ACC championship to even six and six if their starting quarterback is down. And also, too, I mean, again, not that we would ever cheer for this, but in that scenario, I feel like Sam Hartman is probably coming back. He has one more year of eligibility with that COVID year. I could see him saying, screw it, I'm coming back next year. Wake Forest fans, you could get a whole nother year of Sam Hartman. That'd be incredible. He's technically so, only
1: a red shirt junior. So
0: yeah, he's got one more year left. Yeah. So he can do, you know, again, he, right now it's not like his goal is to be entering the NFL draft next year, but again, unforeseen circumstances happen. So obviously, I mean, I'm a religious guy, Nick, I think you are too, but obviously if you're not, you know, but prayers up to, to, to Sam, um, you know, again, I don't want to speculate anything, but wake forest fans, you're going to be okay. And Again, if I'm Wake Forest fans, I'm kind of excited. Again, you're never hoping your quarterback out. I'm not saying that, but I, sh- if I'm a Wake Forest fan, get the truest field on Thursday night. See what Mitch can do. That's that's the, supposed to be your guy. That's supposed to be the next man up. See what he can do against VMI. VMI is a good but not great FCS team. What if he drops 60, 60 points, fifty six points? He throws for five or six, seven tutties against VMI. You ride that momentum into Nashville. He has a great game in the Nashville. Now you, have, you know you have two quarterbacks that can win you games. Wouldn't that be an amazing feeling if you're a Wake Forest fan? There's a lot of reasons to be, like, again, optimistic about really negative news. We never want to hear this. We never want this to happen. But it happened. It's time to embrace it, and I, that's the thing too. I think that this Wake Forest team may have just got an extra spark because now they're gonna go out there and try to do it for Sam. They're gonna go out there and go, we're gonna put I, like we want to roll into whenever Sam's coming back undefeated, whether that be three and O going against Clemson, whether that be six and O going into uh, going into a bye week, whatever it might be. like I, I think that Wake Forest is in better shape than most want to talk about. Um, so that's one of those things where I I just think we're, we're you're in better shape than you think Wake Forest fans. So, um, you know, and again, if there's any program in this conference, and I mean this very full heartedly that I think could get away with losing their star quarterback and not take too much of a regression. It's, it's Wake Forest. It's Wake Forest. And that's not, that's not disrespect to Sam Hartman. That is, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but I also, you, you see the leadership of Sam Hartman. If he's not in pads, You can't tell me he's not going to be the number one fan, cheerleader, coach, eyes on the second, you know, extra set of eyes on the field for that game. You cannot tell me that he won't be. He will still make an impact in these games, even if he's not in Pets.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, think how good Wake is going to feel being 3-0 going up against Clemson. And if they handle VMI, Vanderbilt, and Liberty very well, I mean, nothing has really changed, right? Like, you're going in to Saturday, September 24th against Clemson. The same you would with Sam. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, okay, Clemson, no matter what, we we they're going to be tough. We haven't beaten them since 08. Like, we got to end this with or without Sam. So, we'll see what happens, man. Um, There was one more point I wanted to make. I don't really I can't remember what it was, but I'm not, I'm the, the Atlantic hopes are down for sure. But man, you, you, if you get Sam back by the bye week at the latest, I mean, I could see Sam winning five out of the six games left on the schedule. Like it's going to be tough with or without Sam when you head into Raleigh, but I mean, you got Boston College, Louisville, North Carolina, Syracuse, and Duke. Like, come on. Like, if Sam's back by then, hey, you know what? He could be NCCA. He's already done it before. Like, we'll see what happens. You could still get eight wins, nine wins, if you really, if Sam just balls out. You know, um, I'm like what's but crazy we'll is
0: I could, I could see Mitch Griffiths having Wake Forest five and one going into that bye week. You can't tell me that, like that that Mitch, that you look at this Wake Forest first six games and go, yeah, without Sam Hartman, they're going to for sure lose in Tallahassee. They're for sure going to lose at Vanderbilt, or they're for sure going to lose to Liberty, or they're for sure, I mean, the only one I would probably chalk up as a for sure loss is Clemson. And honestly, I have that chalked up as a loss whether Sam Hartman's in the lineup or not. So, right. like, I don't see how you can look at that and go, yeah, Wake Forest is done, or Wake Forest, like, like you said, they could be five and one. He comes back and they go five and one again. They're 10 and two. They probably don't win the Atlantic, but they're 10 and two again. With all that adversity, I would argue that that's one of the most impressive things in college football to do. So it's still and, very doable regardless.
1: And going in to the Florida state game, because we don't know what, Florida State is the biggest question mark, in my opinion, in the ACC by far. Uh, I
0: lean North Carolina, but they're definitely right there with them. Yeah, definitely. And that first part, right before Florida state's first half of the schedule,
1: because their bye week is October 22nd, is brutal. You play week zero against Duquesne, but you got to play LSU. You got to buy. You got to go to Louisville and at Boston College – who has been competing with you, and we kind of know what they are, Boston College is going to be good. So we don't know what Florida State's going to be like. And then once Wake comes into town, you know, Wake could be in great hands, and they could feel very confident in Mitch going into the Florida State game. But, man, just real quick, after that, wait, oh, my God, Florida State has a stretch of Louisville, BC, Wake, NC State, Clemson. That's a brutal stretch, but anyway, that's gonna be very tough. So if Florida State is one and three, when Wake comes to town and Wake is three and one, you're feeling really good. But if if Florida State's two and two and you know Wake kind of struggled with Mandy and maybe that Liberty game was a little too close for comfort. Um, you might be a little bit nervous but you never know i feel like there's a good chance wake could go into that game with mitch and be just fine feeling good so we'll see what happens man i hope sam is better i hope he gets back as soon as he can because it's a big season and i dude i would love to see him play at nc state because those by far the top 2 quarterbacks in the in the conference right now sam and devin and i think that would be a great showdown so
0: Absolutely. I, I agree. But with that being said, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. Welcome back from that commercial that I'm sure will be great because it's through anchor, but um, obviously we've talked about the Sam Hartman news. We got to talk to coaches. Paul, poll. AP poll is not out yet. Uh, Nick supposedly submitted his fifth quarter ballot. Mine is coming soon. Um, I got to teach myself Photoshop so I can create a cool graphic because the graphic that I used to make was on publisher and I have a MacBook. because, you know, thumbs up for that, I guess. But regardless, um, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting preseason. Um, the coaches poll, well, Nick, before we even look at agency teams, what are your thoughts on it? Cause I personally think that it's dog shit. I think it's a very bad (laughs) thing. I yeah, think it's terrible. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. I, I just like the top three, fine. Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia, Clemson at four seems a little strange for me, a little high if I'm being honest. Um, But it just feels like they just like, all right, this team's got a name or this team's supposed to be good. Or like, let's throw right. Texas at 18 because, you know, let's get them in like, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the amount of ACC love, five of the top 25 teams. I think that's second most of any conference. So I'll take that, but yeah, the, the disrespect, I mean, I just, I can tell you my top 25 is going to be a little bit different than this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mine's a bit different too. Like I, I just did mine about an hour ago. Um, my top three are the same. I have Clemson down at six. I kept NC State at 13. Um, I thought USC was extremely high. I had they have them at 15. I put them down to 20. Um, I thought Kentucky was a little high. I I didn't even put them in my top 25. I think they're a little overrated. I put B, BYU in my top 25. Wake I kept at 19. Pitt I kept at 16. Miami they have them at 17. I had them at 24. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I know the hype is big right now for Miami and Tyler Van Dyke. And I, I knew going in that they would be a top 25 team. I just didn't think that they'd be all the way up to 17, but, uh, I showed them a little love. I, I, I hope they proved me wrong. I think, I think they will. I think there's just a little too much going into Miami. Miami was of the ACC teams. I think was a little overhyped for me, the most overhyped. I think NC State, I, I can hear the arguments for sure being lower. I can hear the arguments for sure being higher. I think 13 was just right. I I would have been, I would been. honestly would have been shocked if the coaches pull them in the top 10. Honestly shocked. Uh, But around the 16-13 range, I kind of felt NC State and Pitt would be, I kind of felt Wake would be around the, 20 to 23 range but they're up at 19 I kept them at 19 Clemson though dude I I don't know my top four I basically had the playoff I had except Cincinnati I had Alabama Ohio State Georgia Michigan that's my top four then I had Utah at five Clemson six I thought Notre Dame at five was a little high so I put them at seven A&M at seven I put them at eight so um yeah i mean that we all know it's just for us to talk about but we all know that this is not really the one that matters the ap matters up until week eight until the playoff committee does their voting but it's just something nice to look at something to know where the ap might lean so yeah um five ACC to the teams though. That's a lot considering how down the conference was last year.
0: Yeah, no, um, I will say, I think the ACC teams minus Clemson were the most accurately ranked. I think the ACC should have had, like, they should have owned that 11 through, well, I guess, I guess Clemson should have been, you know, maybe a top 10 team, but everyone else, you know, I think we should rightfully. So we're that 11 to 19 range. We really are like, I don't think wake forest is as a higher ceiling than Oklahoma or Baylor or Utah or any of those teams. So it makes sense. Um, I think the Miami pick at 17, honestly, I don't hate it. Like that's the thing with the poll is like, I almost like, like when these polls show some consistency where it's like, it's either a speculative poll or like, we're going to rank, re-rank everybody from what they have coming back. Or, you know, obviously maybe a piece they add to the portal. But, you know, I think my biggest beef was looking at, like, teams that received votes. Why the hell did North Carolina get 34? Like, am I missing something? Like, I understand they have some pretty talented guys on the roster. They don't even know where their quarterback's going to be, and I'm going to say this pretty hot takily. They probably, even if they get whichever guy, whether it be, you know, May or whoever, like – they're probably going to have a bottom four ACC quarterback. Yeah. And the defense hopefully takes a step forward, but they weren't very good last year on that side of the ball. Maybe Gene Chiswick fixes everything for them, but I'm not too sold on that hire. Like I'm not trying to bash North Carolina, but like North Carolina received more votes than Fresno state, Mississippi state, San Diego state, Minnesota, Boise state, UCLA, app state. Kansas State, like Kansas State has a better Kansas team. State. That's insane. A, Kansas State has a better lineup than North Carolina. Like Kansas State yeah. will be in my top 25. I'm putting that out there right now for all of you that care about the my 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 poll for the fifth quarter top 25. They will be there. Like I'm just mind-boggled by that. Like again, no disrespect to North Carolina, but I'm seeing teams that receive less votes than them that are better than them, in my opinion. No,
1: nah, you can disrespect them a little. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I
0: know. But, like, I just don't – and don't get me wrong. You Can I be I mean,
1: honest with you? I'm surprised, like, not only how high North Carolina is, but I thought UVA would have gotten at least a couple. Like, I think Virginia going into this season is better than North Carolina.
0: Yeah, because, like – because, again, if you're if you're basing it off of ceiling, again, I agree with you. I think UVA's ceiling is better than North Carolina's ceiling. Right. I think Louisville's ceiling is better. I think Florida State's ceiling is better. But – you know, I think, oh, well, maybe that's a bad take. You know, I think North Carolina probably a probably bigger ceiling than Virginia tech. But, um, you know, like, I think those ceilings are bigger. So if you're picking off of that, that it doesn't make sense, or if you're picking off of what we saw from last year, North Carolina wasn't good. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how you can pick either end of the spectrum and go, yeah, that's a top 25 team. And obviously, multiple people saw them as such. So I don't know if it's a respect for Mac Brown and Gene Chiswick, who've both won national titles, but I'm just a little, a little shook by that, if I'm being honest. I just don't see why that's such a, a, a good pick. but I guess what, Nick? Now when North Carolina goes six and six again, we can go, ha <laughs> overrated as always. So you know, again, I, I don't necessarily hate the poll. I'm a little shocked Penn State's not ranked and/ or Tennessee. Like, I thought for sure Tennessee would get ranked over Kentucky. Um, but, you know, again, it's a, like you said, it's a, it's a conversational piece. I actually I think a lot of
1: people are putting a lot of hype on that quarterback, Will Levis.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I, have, I will have Kentucky ranked in my preseason top 25. I will. I'm just shocked there's not more SEC teams, if I'm being completely frank. Like, there's already a decent amount, but like, the fact that you. Who's I, the next, besides Georgia? There's
1: not another East team. I don't see Tennessee, and they're not even in the top twenty-five. They have one hundred sixty-three votes. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean the ACC Coastal in Atlantic has the same, if not more, than the SEC East. (laughs) So, ha, suck it, SEC. (laughs) We have more teams in the top twenty than both. I think, don't we? The SEC West has two.
1: We don't have anybody below twenty.
0: Yeah, SEC West only has two teams in the top twenty. So, suck it, SEC. That's right, top twenty. Only three, three SEC teams. We got five. So, does it really mean less anymore, Nick? Actually, oh, hold on, Nick. I'll I'll be right back. You need to talk real quick. I need to find something. I'm gonna. I need to. I need to pull a shirt <laughs> out of my closet. So, uh, discuss further your obsessions with the poll. I won't be able to hear you. So, entertain the folks for ten seconds.
1: that Micah guy is such a loser. You guys, I mean, Oh my God. He was so fucking annoying at the dash game, just on and on and on. And then he abandoned me. He abandoned me for five innings. His brother's cool though. I like Micah's brother. He's a nice kid. Um, kind of took me a little bit to realize that he was from Winston-Salem. I, for as long as I've known Micah, uh, I forgot that his brother uh, lived in winston But, uh, oh, my God, the non-stop talking. Like, dude, I'm trying to watch the game. Hello. Um, Just, oh, shit, he's coming back. Okay, never mind. Let's stop talking about this.
0: What's up, buddy? I'm sure he was telling everyone about my terrible life. But, Nick, I want you to read to the folks, the fine folks that are listening, this shirt.
1: The SEC can kiss my ACC.
0: That is correct. Suck it, SEC. You're dog shit. I'm blowing in the fall, Paul Feinbaum show tomorrow. Hey, Paul, what's it like knowing you work for a garbage ass networking conference that only has three teams in the top 20? I'm just gonna hang up. But suck it, Paul. But there you go. Anyways, it obviously means just a little bit less here in AC country, guys. But yeah, so this is gonna be a uh, hell. Of- do you, you want to take a
1: guess? Who was the coach that voted for Texas?
0: So I heard, I, so I heard I, a really good I heard a really good rumor. There were three coaches that I heard that were both really, really good, but I want to hear who you I heard
1: first. I heard two that were really, really good.
0: Okay, first one is Jimbo.
1: I heard it just out of pettiness. And then the other one I heard was Saban because Saban could say, oh, Texas had a vote and we could beat them. Uh, in week two, like we beat a team that was receiving first place votes in the coaches poll. Um, So I heard those two. Was there one more? Oh, the other one. I did hear one more. I heard um, uh, Lincoln Riley just out of spite uh, because he was the coach at Oklahoma. He gave Texas a vote. I think that I thought that one was pretty funny too. Uh, Lincoln Riley giving the one vote to Texas. Uh, who, who do you think it was?
0: So they get they gave like a somewhat list of the names of who voted and so the thing that that I don't think people understand is some people don't get a vote some it's all chosen by random. like for example, on the ACC side, Brent P- Pry got a vote. Um, who else got a vote from the ACC? Hold on, I'm going through the list right now. I um, heard
1: it's like no group of, group of five coaches can't vote.
0: No, they can. There's a bunch of them on here, actually.
1: Oh, OK. Well, I don't yeah. know why I heard that. like
0: like literally the first like 10 names. Dino Babers has a vote from the ACC, obviously with Syracuse. Coach Clawson has a vote. Dave Doran has a vote. So my favorite one that I heard that I thought was flipping hilarious. Did you see the Texas Tech and Texas beef that was going on on Twitter? Yeah, for I a heard while something there? about that. The yeah, cactus and stuff like that. So, you know, basically a Texas coach was saying, why would you want to go to Texas Tech? All it is is a desert, which Lubbock is kind of a dry desert land. But let's be honest, it's still not like the middle in the middle of nowhere. Like it has some civilization. Well, there's a rumor that either him, so Joey McGuire, Texas Tech, voted them number one, just purely out of spite to get people to talk shit about Texas. Or the other one that I thought was really funny was Dana Holgerson at Houston.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's Just a good one. Because
0: his times with West Virginia and his beef with Texas there. Yeah. Houston, of course, with Texas being able to use that recruiting poll is they counted us out again, boys. Like they thought that we we're better than them. So that was another good one. I don't think it was Jimbo. I really don't. I don't think because I because I do think if if I'm uh if I'm Jimbo Fisher, like not that it would come down as I don't think any recruits going to go. Oh, I'm going to pick Texas because they were wrote at number one by a head coach. But why would you want to give Texas any sort of recruiting ammo? Right, like that's I mean, a good point. Because like because those again, no offense to Texas Tech or Houston, you're probably not going after the same amount of prospects as a Texas A&M and Texas are when it comes to butting head for recruits but it would be flipping hilarious if it was Jimbo. I think it would have been funnier if like Jimbo would have voted like Auburn number one to really troll Nick Saban. Like, yeah, you're not even the best team in your state, bud. <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> like Auburn, Auburn has one AP like one vote or 25 points for being voted. Cause you, you obviously based off what number you have them at, they have 25 points in the coaches poll and it's just a number one vote from like Jimbo Fisher. That that would be so funny. But yeah, no, I think that would be it. Nick, if you were coaches poll voter, who would you put at number 1? Are you on the Alabama team or or who do you, who would you vote number 1 going into year cuz it doesn't mean necessarily have to be who you think wins the national title cuz I'm always on the believer of you vote based off of like I I like to vote based off for week 1 who I think is the best like I try to go into the preseason poll as what I think happens. Where after, like, week one, I take way too much considera- consideration into what has happened. Like, for example, if Alabama oh, – I don't know who Alabama plays week one. Who does Alabama play week one? Probably, they probably play someone bad. Uh, let's let say see. Texas loses right to Louisiana Monroe. I may have them number 18 in my preseason poll, let's say. They will not be ranked because you lost to Louisiana Monroe your own one. You have no reason for me to rank. So – you know, it, that's kind of where my head goes with those. Utah teams. State. Yeah, so if Alabama lost to Utah State, I'd honestly probably still rank them because Utah State's a team that could, I, I honestly am considering voting in my top 25. I think they're going to be very, very good. Um, but because they literally have pretty much their entire lineup from last year. And they, I don't know if you know this, but pretty much all of Wyoming's best players that didn't transfer to a P5 school went to Utah State for some weird-ass reason. I don't know how or why that happened because they're technically rivals. They even have a trophy for it, but they did. so. But that would be the kind of scenario, like, don't want to put that juju on you, but if NC State lost to ECU week one, NC State's no longer ranked. It's kind of like the logic there. Or, you know, if Wake lost the VMI, you know, kind of thing. Like teams that I would have ranked in my preseason poll lose, you're out because you're one and you lost to a team that wasn't in or even considered for my poll. So that's something to consider. But, yeah, no, I mean, who, who would you have at number one? Are, are you going Bama? Because I am not going Bama as my number one team.
1: Yeah, I mean, I already put in my vote. So I, I put Bama as number one. I mean, they're just going to reload. Um, and, you know, their quarterbacks, Bryce Young is freaking phenomenal. Uh, I considered putting Ohio state at one or for a brief second. I almost did. I, for a brief second, I almost thought about Georgia, but just because they won the national championship and all that, but I couldn't do it. I feel like Alabama is just going to reload and they have the better quarterback. Uh, But it was about 75, 25 Bama, Ohio state. I ended up picking Bama. So they are in my number one team going into the season.
0: Yeah, and I will have Ohio State number one. That offense is ridiculous. Yeah. And, They're I, insane. I, and insane. I, I might be putting too many uh, too many eggs in the basket in belief with Jim Knowles, but I genuinely think Jim Knowles, with that talent that Ohio State has, he just coaches them up the right way, and he does the schemes he's done in Oklahoma State and other stops. Like, Ohio State is the, could be the best team for that reason. I think I I am willing to, to – to say that, I think Ohio State is the more talented offense Yeah, Alabama. I know the they're sure. the Heisman Trophy winner. I understand that. I do. Um, but, again, let's be honest, To you, The Heisman a lot of time goes to also the player that has the best team. And C.J. Stroud was not the le- reason Ohio State was losing games last year. Let's make that very, very clear. So, you know, it'll, it'll be it'll, – but, again, I know people are like, oh, there's no parity in college football. You're right. Like probably NC State or Miami or anyone from the AC, not same Clemson, probably has a shot at winning the national title this year. But I'm okay with that. There's still three teams I think can win the national title, and it still makes it interesting. And because yeah, like, and there's there's like again, I know bowl games don't matter that much, but if you're an NC State fan, if you win the ACC this year, Nick, you cannot tell me that you will not be the happiest you've probably been college be so football happy. ride in years. I mean, I was elated to beat virginia tech and just win the coastal three years ago (laughs) like fan bases like us want just to have our team do well national like none of us i don't wake up going maybe this is the chance virginia has to win a national title no (laughs) i never felt that way like virginia could have beat clemson in the ac title and guess what nick we would have played in the same orange bowl game against the same team Just one more win in our win column. (laughs) It'd have been ten and three instead of nine and four going into that game. The only difference. So you know, I'm 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 so excited. Again, I'm going to a week zero game. I'm so pumped for that. Um, I actually get to watch an inner squad. Oh, words, man! Inner squad scrimmage for ETSU, who is a top FCS team. For those of you that don't know, I am now working at East Tennessee State University in their athletic department. Uh, we have a scrimmage next weekend that I get to watch. So I get college football technically next weekend. So I'm pretty pumped about that. But you know, you're around the wake program a little bit. So you're kind of getting some of that college football fever pumped into your veins right now. I'm waiting for Dave Clausen to come by and get a chicken parm sandwich from Dioli's Italian Market. I'm waiting for Nick to send me a picture and it's just him and Dave Clausen just, you know, having ha- having a moment. But oh, man, it's here, Nick. It is here.
1: I know. Yeah, it's here, man. Uh, I'll make one more comment about the top 25 and kind of where my head's at on those who can win the national championship. So to me, it's the top two right now. It's Alabama, Ohio State. They're 1A, 1B. Then I think there's a gap. And that gap and that sole possession right now I think is Georgia. I think Georgia isn't quite where Alabama, Ohio State is at because I think Alabama has a better defense than georgia i think ohio state has a better offense than georgia uh they do return their starting quarterback but they lost a hell of a lot on both sides of the ball especially defense but if you were to ask me who will win georgia or michigan again going into this year week one i would pick georgia so it's alabama ohio state gap georgia gap and then four through probably 11 once you hit for me that's Oregon. So in between that is Utah Clemson Notre Dame, Am, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and then Oregon and then 12 and 13 Baylor NC State. Uh, I think there there's a gap there. So it's not as wide open for sure as last year. last year was completely wide open. all ending up for Alabama to win it all again. um, but that's okay. Or I'm sorry, Alabama to going into the national championship. We did get a new champion. It was Georgia. So it was wide open last year, not as much this year, but still freaking exciting, man. Um, Yeah. As you mentioned, I'm working with the wake department right now, doing some social media stuff. I will, I think I'm trying to go to wakes first game against VMI. So I will probably be there uh, on that Thursday night. So dude, uh, it's, itching at me. My brother and I talk about it. Like we have a countdown 13 days till week zero. I can't wait, man. Um, That's about all I've got. One more thing for our listeners. Don't forget download underdog. The uh, season's almost here. So pick your teams, pick your fantasy quarterbacks, wide receivers, whatever use promo code ACC. You get a great deal out of it. It helps us out a lot. So if you're in a state where underdog fantasy, you could play, um, do it and use our promo code ACC really helps both of us out. Uh, and dude, it's that time of year, man. I'm so excited. It's finally, I was telling Micah the f- night he came, the night he came uh, to Winston Salem was the first day. It wasn't over 90 degrees and, it actually felt so cool and there was a little crisp in the air at the baseball game. So it's starting to feel like fall a little bit in North Carolina. We are out of 90 degrees. It's awesome. It feels so good. Anything else for you, Micah?
0: No, that's it. It is time. We will be re-recording on Wednesday. Uh, looking forward to that. We will be picking our fantasy draft team. Um, but until then, guys, it just means a little bit less in ACC country and go ACC.